This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. It's time for Shattered Soulstone. Featuring the latest news from Sanctuary and beyond. Each episode, a heroic party of Nephilim band together to help keep you informed on everything in the Diablo universe. And now, your Diablo Community Podcast. of the proverbial Dawn Forge pouch. This is episode 220 of the Shattered Soulstone. The Wolf Den. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash soulstone2019 over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPod mp3 player or real man phone today is july 21st 2019 and day agreed did not change none of the numbers in the show notes (laughs) (laughs) because today is a super awesome show i brought like two two of my second favorite type people first of all coming to you from a handful of superheroes it's Shazam. What's going on? Our second, like, second type, favorite type person we brought, a special guest, coming to you from a YouTube video of Wolf Dens and Cries. It's Wolf Cryer. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah. <laughs> oh, but first of all, we get into all the stuff. Man, you're a legend, bro. I, I love your videos. That, but thank oh, you. Oh, come on. Thank Everybody you. knows who Wolf Cryer is. Uh, yeah, just, you know, I've been watching your videos forever. I mean, uh, you know, I love I love your uh, I love your quit cheating videos. <laughs> <laughs> I love your I love your look at all these people that got cut from the leaderboard videos. Awesome, brother. It was definitely uh one of the things that started it all off, yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Heck, since we uh, got you talking. How you been? Been doing pretty good. Uh, let's see. Started off season 17 playing some D3, which was fun. But then the new uh, Legion League started in Path of Exile. So I kind of transitioned over that for a while waiting for the PTR and stuff like that for Diablo 3. Hoping to do uh, some guides and stuff like that when that goes live, once we know what it is, which would be pretty cool. We gotta be coming close. That's all I gotta say. It's gotta be coming close. And uh, till then, I'll probably be playing PoE. But uh, once that goes live, I'll be jumping back into some D3. Yeah, like every week on this show, 
we're like, it's gotta be soon. The, yeah, it's definitely, PCR, it's definitely got to be coming up. The season ends like in a couple weeks. Yeah, like three. I can't Four. believe it's already been that long already. Yeah, it, uh, it's kind of. Yeah, it's, you know we're right there. I mean, our community's kind of like in the wind right now. It's fine, you know. Like you said, you're playing Path of Exiles. I've been playing. Hey, I plug in an electric car. So, so you know, <laughs> it is what it is. But uh, Shazam, man, how was your, how was your week? Um, it was all right. I I started off playing Diablo, <laughs> and then then I quickly transitioned from there. Um, I looked like right before the show started. I'm a I'm top 400 on both hardcore and softcore, so I can't really complain. It's I'm top half on both. I haven't I haven't pushed in softcore in so long. It's you know I was top 200, and now apparently there people are starting to push because I got knocked down like 150 places. But yeah, but I mean, yeah, I think we're we're uh, we're getting there, right? It it's getting towards the end of the season. People are gonna be pushing. Yeah. Yep. I'm on 385 on hardcore, which that's with a 95 clear. I'm gonna try at least to 100 or 110 by the end of the season, if I if I play anymore. Um, yeah, I um, Friday after Friday after work, I knew I knew that Marvel Ultimate Alliance was coming out. So Thursday after I got home from work. I plugged in my Nintendo Switch for the first time all year. Got it updated, got the battery charged and everything. And then, um... I've been playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 all weekend, basically. One of these times I'll stream it. I got a capture card I've never used. <laughs> One of these times. <laughs> um, yeah, that's basically all I've been doing. Um... Like I told you in Discord, back when Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2 was um, was brand new, like them games were so good on the Xbox 360, and in the last 10 years, I guess David Brevik made Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, like, he, he kind of ruined it for me because Marvel Heroes was was so much better than any Marvel game that I've played, you know, before or since then. And um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance is, is is a great game, but it's it's not Marvel Heroes. I'll, I'll tell you that. It's not as, like, in-depth. It's, you know, there's no grinding for gear. There's, like, nothing like that. It's level, level up a whole bunch of times, but... I'll, use a whole bunch of skill points there's like a poe tree basically that you start out with like a little cube and then like you unlock all kinds of things and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger but other than that that's basically all you got um it's not really that much depth and i was told that like when you beat the game the only thing that there is is a harder difficulty you know whoop d um. Hmm. Yeah, well, 
we'll see what the what the DLC comes, but I don't know. It's no Marvel Heroes, I'll tell you that. <laughs> that game is so good. That, that that's basically my weekend gaming. Man, uh, actually, all I did play was Diablo this week, which is weird because I've been so into like, you know, everything else. Uh, no Man's Sky. Yeah, No Man's Sky and Last Epoch and everything else, right? But um, I had a weird week. I literally, I think I played three days this week. I mean, it was just like I bought a new car. It's electric. So, you know, I had to like rearrange my whole garage because... I don't know which two cars they like when they built my garage and they like put two cars in it like can't get out of the car I mean I could duke I could duke the hazard the car but like if you park two cars I mean look I got a big SUV and now I got an electric car which is like a it's it's a middle medium sized vehicle it's it's like it's not as big as the SUV, but it's not as small as like a small car. So it's like a medium sized. And uh, I, as you can see from the video, uh, I look like this and I'm not like a giant, you know, I'm not like some giant 400 pound dude. Uh, I'm like a middle sized guy and I can't get out of the car. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, I literally climbed out of my window, like, for two days. And then I, the second time I climbed out of my window, I was like, okay. The second day I climbed out of my window, like, look, this ain't the General Lee. If this was the General Lee, I'd be totally cool. I'm from the South. I'm totally cool with jumping out the General Lee, but you can't generally an electric vehicle. You just can't. So I rearranged my whole garage, and now I can get in and out of my car. And, um, so yeah, I played like three days. Um, I did hit 1200 Paragon, which I know could have been much higher, but I don't know. I was farming ships and units and, you know, trying to get a nice space gun in, in No Man's Sky. So, yeah, I finally hit 1200 and I got my last augment, so I'm 100% augmented now. And uh, I ran like a 114, which it's not bad. Yeah, I could go a little higher. It's not horrible, uh, especially on that Witch Doctor. Although today, um, Super Jess hit me up and we played a little bit. And I opened up like 100 and, oh, I immediately got smoked. And then I had no stacks, so I died six more times before I got out of there. I had to go to the Fields of Misery, get stacks, come back. And then once I got stacks, I murdered the rest of the Rift all the way to the Rift Guardian. And it wasn't a problem for the rest the whole time. Just fan that Witch Doctor. So squishy. And I was playing I was playing my complete 100% glass build. So it was just... And I hadn't died like that in a long time, brother. It's been... Been a long time since I, so I ate it. I don't know. I, don't, I can still just end up in a downward spiral of, of, I want to throw my keyboard across the room because 
I don't know. Maybe I'm a not not a good witch doctor. Is the way it is. Well, um, since we have a since we have a special guest, Wolf Cryer, um, you know, tell us about your uh, your YouTube channel and uh, and whatnots. Well, it started off with uh, Diablo 3 content. Lately, I've been veering off a little bit, looking at other action role-playing games out there. Um, I do a new series roughly once a week uh, called the ARPG Update, where I take a look at upcoming action role-playing games such as uh, Last Epoch, Wilson, um, Warhammer Chaos Bane, which we don't talk about Warhammer because it's the end of that one. <laughs> uh, Grim Dawn, Path of Exile, all of them. Uh, even stuff like It Lurks Below by David Brevik, uh is in your game. And uh, just taking a look at what's going on out there. Hopefully someday that'll also be, you know, Diablo 4 in that video. So Yeah, hopefully, right? Like, at some point in time, that's got to be coming. But uh, right now, that's what I'm looking at. Hopefully... Looking at getting back into some Diablo 3 with the PTR and stuff. But, uh, yeah, trying to branch out as well. Hey, I know that, like, last I've been messing with Last Epoch lately, right? What's your what's your favorite thing about Last Epoch? Favorite thing overall? I would yeah. say the build customization using the, the passive trees in it. Um, I like the way they're doing it. It's not as overwhelming as Path of Exiles but it still has that level of uh, being able to change each different skill and stuff like that and add passives for each skill rather than that whole big giant passive tree like Grim Dawn has and uh, PoE has and even Wilson will have but yeah, yeah I'm but... actually loving the sorry oh, loving yeah. the progress of uh last epoch that's one of the ones that i'm probably looking most forward to once they get get rolling and get going into their uh full version i i kind of like the mix of it because it's it's almost like a mix of a lot of different games like smash together yep you know because like i'm playing uh a beast master so you know it's like you know i got leap which is like a like a barbarian move. I got centuries like a demon hunter. I got totems like a sha- like a shaman from WoW. You know, it's it's uh, you know, I got pets like a hunter from WoW. It's it's like this just like this mix of all these. Very, I find it very interesting anyway. And then you know you can uh, pimp out your, you know, what you want to get into. Like I went like real heavy into pets and pet damage and pet survivability and. I have three pets now, and they just kind of charge, and I got this bear doing a slash and all kinds of... Well, it's kind of like this... It's kind of like this real entangled mix of, of a lot of games that I've, I've liked over the years. Um, I don't know about the whole time travel thing, right? It's kind of like... I don't know. I, I look at it like a gimmick type. I don't know. Maybe I just haven't got into it that much. I... I think it could be a gimmick type of thing with that game, but it leads into the story really well. And the cool thing about it is it's content that can go anywhere once they're finished with the game. If they want to expand on it, 
they can do anything they want because they've never limited themselves. Mm, so they can create something back in the past that's wicked cool, like a new uh, boss or new event back then. So I think it opens up the possibilities after they're done making the game, I think. So it's a pretty cool concept overall. It's just a matter of telling the story, but I, I just like it because at the end, when they're done and they want to expand on it, they can go anywhere within the story because they can just add more and you can, you've got a reason to go back in time. Hmm. Well, I didn't think of it that way. That's a good point, sir. <laughs> well, I'm going to get back to you because, like I said, special guest, this is, I'm super excited that you're on because I'm a fan. One of the things you do that I love every season Right at the beginning of the season, you have level with the cause. So I'll let you, in your own words, tell our, our fans what level of cause is, how you started it, why, you know, what's going on, and all that good stuff. Alrighty. Uh, level with the cause is a charity event that we run every season in Diablo 3 since season 11, um, which was the first season that I did it. There was a running joke on my stream. And there's been a couple. One of it is that it's always my birthday. But then there was another one that, because it's my birthday, we're going to be giving away an Xbox for the St. Jude charity stream, which I would always get. You know, my buddy Draves, he would always say that. I'm like, dude, it's not a charity stream. Stop, stop telling people that. <laughs> and uh, then season 11, uh, season 10 rolled around. And me and my buddy. Trapadooski, we decided to do something really cool and do this race for just in general. I raced him to 70, and it was a good way to get both of our chats switching back and forth between the two of us. He ultimately won. I took a pie to the face because of it. But when season 11 rolled around, I'm like, dude, what if we do a charity event? And Drop's done almost all of the Level with the Cause events with me. And from that moment on, we were able to, I think that season we gathered like maybe 15, 20 streamers. But then it started to grow massively with, I think, season 14 being the biggest. We had like 52 streamers involved. Um, it was crazy to see the different people that, that came out to do it, people like Leviathan, Record, Bloodshed, um, you know, all the people that I look up to in the Diablo community. Uh, I think Woody Joe even did that, that season. And overall, we've raised almost $50,000 for charity since we started doing it. It's 46000 a little over $46,000 that we've raised. Uh, They've been getting smaller for the most part, but I think a lot of people, you know, just are doing their own thing in it, which I've always kept it a rotating basis. If you want in, you want in. No forcing anybody, no expectations going forward. You know, if you want to do it this season, take next season off. Because I also do understand that the beginning of the season is when streamers make their most money, especially, you know, the bigger the streamer, the more likely that's their full-time job. And that's going to be where their, you know, their money's going to come from for paying their bills. 
So I don't expect everybody to do it every season, but it's been pretty cool to see the amount of people over the over the last few years that jump into into uh, doing it. I think we've been doing it for a little over two years now, which is just crazy. I never thought that, you know, that joke that took off of, you know, this is a charity stream and I'm giving away an Xbox. It's like, dude, stop. I feel bad when you say charity stream. It's the Xbox, whatever, but, you know, don't tell people it's charity stream and it's not. Um, but since then, it just, it just skyrocketed. It went... I mean, I think that was a big push for, for like the community as a whole. And I love the way the community comes around together at the beginning of the season. People start asking me, are you going to be running, running a level of the cause? I'm like, of, of course, because even if I'm not playing Diablo at that time, I will always return for the beginning of the season because I consider it a Diablo three event because that's what that's what got us going and it's just been a phenomenal experience overall and i love doing it dang well honestly man my hat's off to you for that 50 g's dang i know that look they can help a lot of people 50 g's that's that's great that is just i know that you rotate charities i know like you got yep. uh, saint jude right i know i don't saint know Jude's. all your we do uh, St. Jude's, Save the Children. We've been going more with Save the Children lately. Um, mainly because Save the Children helps out with the tweeting out about the events. Um, so that's very helpful um, to get awareness. But we've done St. Jude's. We've done an uh, organization called Take This which deals with depression and gaming. Um, they do a lot of the AFK rooms in like uh, PAX conventions and stuff like that. Rooms where people can get away from the crowds, that sort of thing. They run all of those. They do mental health awareness type of stuff. Um, I think we raised almost 7000 for them. Over $20,000 for Save the Children. And I think 19000 for... Uh, St. Jude's. So it's been it's been pretty cool doing those three. But Save the Children has been very helpful with getting the word out for us. Um, so I think that's why I've been leaning more towards them is they, they actually help promote it. And uh, I think they're lesser known than St. Jude's. So I figure why not? Well, I mean, you know, I'm a huge fan of children. You know, it, it's just a, it's, it's just like this, you know, the, those kids just have, they just have like a bad hand, you know? So, completely awesome, brother, that you, that you help. It's, uh, and I always watch, I always watch your stream when that's going on and, you know, do my thing and blah, blah, blah. I, um, I started streaming this year, but <laughs> at the same time, my internet company decided, nah. It's a long story, but they basically decided that they're not supporting the router I have anymore, and uh, I haven't really been able to stream, and I haven't streamed in months now, which is, I don't know, it's kind of like this, yeah, yeah, sad, sad cry story, right? And eventually, I will leave these people in the dust when this other provider comes, uh, but 
I live like in a major city, so you would think that this wouldn't be a problem, but yeah, it's uh, and I pay these people a lot of money. It's ridiculous. But yeah, anyway, I'll, I'll let Shazam. Uh, I'm sure Shazam got a few questions. Um, the the Poe Legion. Um, I, I haven't played much Poe this season or league, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but it, the only thing that they got going is like when you click on that, you know. The big tall thing and then like all the monsters show up and you gotta kill them and then they all you know the ones that you killed or whatever gave them damage they all come alive and them are the ones you have to kill is that it on that entire league or is there more to it than just that um the legion league that's like the major part of it there's one of those in every map or even while you're leveling there's one of those monoliths that you click and then two of the warring factions, there's five of them. Uh, they're there frozen in time, and then you get to attack them once you deal enough damage. They're freed when the timer runs out, and then they all appear at once, and usually if you free a ton in high-level maps, you just pretty much one-shotted yourself, <laughs> uh, depending on your build. But other than that, what you do is you gather these splinter-type things, and once you reach a hundred of them, you can combine them into uh, these emblems that can be put into your map device. And you can run it with, uh, I think it's two, three, four, or five of these emblems, and then fight them all at the same time. And that's where the real loot is, is you put five of them in there, one from each faction, and you go into this place that has all five once you click it to start and you run around and you try to fight them all and you gather as much loot as you possibly can uh you get a five minute timer and you can repeatedly kill them um so if you got a really strong build able to deal a ton of damage really fast you can farm them over and over and over again during those five minutes and that's where the majority of the loot is coming from but just poe in general i think legion brought that next level of content that it really didn't really need anymore after that. I don't think you need a ton. There's there's so much to do in PoE that uh, eventually if they keep adding content, it's going to be too much. Uh, personal opinion, it's going to be overwhelming as far as the amount of stuff that you can do. Um, but it's a it's a very fun league so far. I really really enjoy it. But I've been playing Path of Exile since before I started making Diablo 3 videos. So I've been playing PoE for about four years, three or four years now on and off in between Diablo 3. So it's not really anything super new for me. I've just never really made videos on it before. I know I know people complained, I guess, last season that it was too in-depth or the season before that and people just most the majority of people playing just didn't even understand like you know what the mechanic of the the season was 
Yeah, that was synthesis, and uh, they've removed that. That, that wasn't going to become a core part of the game. They'll probably revisit sometime in the future with it, because they tend to do that even with failed ones. See if they can revamp it, make it more likable, if you will. Um, it, it failed, for the most part, and they accepted the fact that it wasn't something the community wanted, so they didn't go forward. That's the one cool thing about leagues, and it's something that I hope games going forward take note of is leagues in Path of Exile are kind of like very long term PTRs because if that goes over well and people like it, it gets added in some way shape or form to the core game and there are people who just play the standard version of the game and once a league ends they decide what parts to keep into the in the Path of Exile, and that gets transferred over to the uh, the regular standard mode as well. Um, do you like Wolfson Wolfson's new um, the beta since it went to beta, or not so much? Like since like the first, I guess the first act or chapter of the the um, game. Overall, I, I like Content Patch 1. Um, I think it added the story that needed to be there. I was blown away by the cinematics. I did not see that coming from this company, who I thought was just going to eternally be putting out beta patches that was never going to go anywhere. But they have to follow through. Wilson, in order su to succeed, has to release the full game within a year from now in my opinion that that's the only way it can happen is they have to do it within a year from releasing that content patch one in september we get hopefully content patch two which adds a new end game system and that sort of thing but i really liked content patch one as far as the story goes there are definitely some things that need to be dealt with with the game but i think they're on the right track as long as they continue to push and not rewipe. If they wipe, you know, what they're doing one more time, I think it's over for the company. That's all they got. They got that one shot now. Because you've already managed to piss off a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, I know they had this whole elaborate thing with the gates of fate. And then they just wiped it and I haven't I haven't even messed with it since the content one patch came back. Because it was just like, when they wiped it, it was just like, why? <laughs> well, anyway, um, so that I was going to ask you is, um, I don't know, in the, on the show, we've had different community members uh, in Discord talk, talk a lot about about this like predictions type thing you know where like we we did like this segment <clears throat> a while back where we were doing like you know what what could be possible because and i'm sure you've noticed this but the first two seasons were like you know season of the greed best name ever by the way and um <laughs> then they had that bounty seasons where you get double bounty bags and then they stopped that like and then they started doing like like these newer seasons which is like like you know season of the grandeur which was like the ring of royal grandeur buff and then you know now they have 
Season of Nightmare, which is Legacy Nightmare buff. So I think that they they went in a different direction with the buffs, and we kind of put together like a list of what, like what we thought they could do. Like one of our predictions is, uh, and something I, I'm probably I, I'm pretty close to thinking that they're probably going to do it. Uh, it's something we call Season of the Wanderer just here on the show, <laughs> and, and we don't we don't have any we don't I don't have any kind of. Uh, it, it, I don't have any kind of. I don't talk to Blizzard. I have none of that going on. Zero. They probably don't even know who I am. But uh, it, you know, it, like Season of the Wanderer seems like something that, that is just like the next thing, right? Because it's a you know, Traveler's Pledge and Compass Rose buff. It 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 works really well with what they've already been doing. Um, you have any predictions of like what what could be? Uh, or what you think they might do? Well, thankfully, right now, I don't have any inside information, so I can uh, can talk about it. As I was, I've been thinking the same thing, same exact thing. Season the Wanderer or something like that, and it's Traveler's Pledge. It just makes sense going forward if you're going this route. It's. I think that maybe that's the next step. I would love to see, by the way. In addition to that, the LON buff stay live forever. We we talked about that a lot on the show. I think a couple episodes ago, uh, the community is real hot on it. Um, I think they just need to get rid of the two rings. It it never made sense to me that you have a set rings for a no set buff. It, it just exactly. and then <laughs> it never made sense. And then it always felt weird that you can't use jewelry. It, it's just like. <sighs> You know, I wish they'd just get rid of it and just keep the buff. Just let the buff go live and just, you know, I, I don't know if they'll ever do that. I, I don't think it makes sense that it it, it 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 wants you to have ancients, but you can get them damn rings without being ancient. Like, why? <laughs> yeah, that's another thing, right? Like, you, you get this. <laughs> yeah, it's like, What? It's not ancient. Useless. I, I think that's just a mechanic of the loot. I, I think that's just how that goes. Either Season of the Wanderer or or they go back and they do Season of the Primal or something and they reinstate the old version of Primals. The full-on oh super DPS Primals with a, what was it, 10% increase in stats on the primals i think that would be and still keep the element because that would still be pretty awesome but i think that i loved the first iteration of primals i, 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 I also i was also really liking it and i was disappointed when they changed it to just perfect stats although perfect stats is i'm not mad at it now but it's that not, whole it's not bad but i think that you know, everybody complained about power creep, but since then we've had two consecutive, like, quadruple digit bumps in damage. So I don't think, I think old primals back then is still lower DPS than what's available now. So yeah. I'd like to see that maybe. Something like that. Something different than the whole, oh, you get this set for free. Um, Maybe there's a chance of something like that. 
Because otherwise you're going to run out of those sets to... What is it going to be? Little Rogue Slanderer? <laughs> I guess, right? But one of, the, one of our other more popular ideas, or one of the things that came from our community, was uh, what, what they called the Season of Hell, which would be a Hellfire buff. And you know you would get a, a, a hellfire buff, and I don't know they would have to. I was always saying that I don't, I really don't think they'll do it because it's a lot of programming. I mean, you got to think about how many passive each character has, and then you got to have a way of selecting the passive, and then then they'll have to have like if you have a hellfire necklace, they'll have to have because you know they're not going to let you run six passives, so. I mean, it'd be awesome if they did let us run six passives, but, you know, some characters don't have six passives to run. Like, I don't know. Like, some, like, witch doctors have all kinds of crazy passives. Um, I know, you know, some of the other classes, like monks, I don't know if you have six that you would just love to run. I think, I think so, yeah. I think that would be something on the monk that you could definitely do something with as well. Well, I just don't play monks. So I, I think it'll be, uh, I think it would be hard to pull off without a development team sort of thing. I mean, the stuff we got for season 17, I don't think it was done by, you know, the main programmers of Diablo 3. I think they're off working on whatever's coming or, next. Yeah. So, or next. Yeah. Diablo next, whatever. I think is. the the stuff came from the classic division, right? It's possible. It's it's highly possible that it was worked on by the classic team. Um, what was the thing you were talking about, Shazam? Other than the, because we were, what did they fix up with this season? Now I'm drawing a blank. And Shazam, this was a Shazam idea, so I don't know, he's staring at me like he doesn't know what I'm talking about right now. <laughs> Dang it. Um, Jesus, I'm drawing a blank on it. I was I was going to go into, like, what other thing other than, like, hey, we want this buff. Other than the buff. Uh, didn't they do the stash tab this? Hmm. I don't know where I was going with that Shazam at all. Sorry, brother. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, just you know, they got to get on. They got to get on it. Whatever they're doing, unless they're going to extend it, like you were saying, which I hope, I kind of hope not, because we're we're in that area where we're where we're needing something, some kind of we're needing some some forward propulsion here. To, to, to keep going. The battery's running low here a little bit. Well, um, all that Wolf Cryer, if you want to talk about anything else specific for the show? Uh, I don't think so. I'm just personally looking forward to the DTR as well. And I just, it's got to be around the corner. It's got to be this week or next. Yeah, it's got to say- it's gotta be soon. I would say it's got to be announced by Friday, the latest, in order to to jive without an extension of the uh, current season. And I don't, hopefully they don't do that. I'd rather not see an extension. I'd rather see 
you know, PPR news right away, and we can get in there, test stuff out, see what's going on, see what they got planned for us. Hopefully it's something. I, I'd love to see something different, something to surprise me that I haven't thought of. Even if it's something non-buff-related, I'd like to see something a little bit different. You know, change things up a little bit more. Uh, somewhere in between, you know, goblins and bounties and the super buffs. Somewhere, somewhere maybe in between with, oh, that's pretty cool. You know, maybe. You, jog, you jogged my memory, and now I remember what I was going to say earlier. Ha-ha! With this season, we got the upgraded vault. Right, the, the, the ancient vault. And I know we were talking about like, hey, let's do something with the cow stick. Cause I know, and I know they gave us a little goblin dude that gives you a cow stick, but seriously, nobody cares about the cow stick. I mean, you can go in there and get you two um, pulls of reflection and get you a little bit more experience while you're closing rift, but come on. It, they need to buff that up. They need to make a super thing. Uh, but Yeah, anyway. That's what I was thinking about earlier. Oh, anyway, that would be cool since they added it where the goblins can open up the cow level. Now, give a super cow level. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I believe the reason why they did that is because not every class can get a pole arm like a witch doctor. You never get one. You can't get one. So, I think it was like a fairness deal. Like, hey. You know, if you were to play a Crusader, for example, you get cow sticks like they just coming out the closet. You got them stuffed in your stash. You got a whole stash tab full of them. And, and you know, and a lot of times, like, we'll play, when we play with friends, they'll, they'll drop them for us because they know we don't get them. So it was kind of like, hey, you can run into this goblin dude and he can open it for you. Type fairness type. Even it out a little bit. But... I really never go to the cow level. Not really. I can't remember the last time I did, unless I was looking for a pool of reflection. Yeah, well, that's what we do. You know, we you you complete like a one ten or something in a group, and then you pop them, and then everybody goes gets their pool, and then you come back and you close, you get a little extra experience. It's a yeah, it's a thing. Uh, you have anything else for Wolfcrier, Shazam? Nope. All right, I will let you get into the Blue Notes, sir. Since you have Blue Notes. Since we actually have Blue Notes this week. Yeah, I don't know if they're really Blue Notes. It's outside of Blizzard that's saying this. I didn't see anything on the made page. But, well, there's um, Blue Note. There's, there is. If you look on Diablo fans, like uh, J. Yeah. Allen Brack put a thing up. He put a thing up. It's, there's, it's an actual Blue Note. Blue Note. Anyway. The second, um, the second out of the three um, original people that founded Blizzard has left um, Blizzard. Frank Pierce says Frank was one of the original three founders. He started Silicon and Synapse. The company would later become Blizzard along with um, Alan Adam and um, Mike, Mike Morheim. Alan Adams, obviously, is still part of the company. But, yeah. Alan Adam left before World of Warcraft officially launched, but he rejoined Blizzard after 12-year 
absence back in 2016. Alan is now one of the is the sole remaining founder still at Blizzard. Um, yeah, um, I don't know. That, that was that was straight off of Diablo fans, by the way. I figured since Diablo um, three doesn't load on Microsoft Edge currently, and I'll just use Diablo fans. <laughs> but um, I don't. Was Frank Pierce like that? Like, was he that well known at Blizzard? Like, I I, I know who Alan Adam is, and I know who Mike Morheim is. But I had no idea who Frank Pierce was. Well, I think because he was gone for so long. Like he, you know, he left when uh, when before uh, WoW launched, and he was gone for ever, twelve years, whatever. That's a long time. And then he came back, and he's. It's not a. I wouldn't recognize him if he passed me on the street. I definitely know. Like if if I was, if I was like a, you know, whatever. A, was it Shoney's or something and Mike Morheim was eating off a table, I'd be like, whoa, that's Mike Morheim. Like, dang. I wouldn't know that guy, probably. So, I don't know. I mean, you know, they're uh, obviously an important person. And, yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's just retiring or if he's doing something else or, you know, but heck, after, I mean, you know, after you work for forever, you don't want to do it no more. It's just what it is. I mean, Morheim uh, retired, and uh, so Allen's, you know, Allen's the only one left. So that's, um, I mean, still a sad thing for me, right? Because, like, you don't want to see those guys just bounce. It's, I don't know. Every time something like this happens, kind of people try to make this big deal out of it. Like, oh, Blizzard's going to die now, you know. I don't think so. I think they got a great structure. They got a, you know, they got a great team. And I don't think, I mean, say what you want to say, like, you know, the last BlizzCon, this, the other thing, blah, 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 right? I'm still a huge Blizzard fan. I'm still loving the games. I played Diablo, or I've, I've, I've played Diablo for a long time. Uh, WoW was this major thing. Uh,. Yeah, it was just um, yeah, you know, Blizzard's just been a, it's just been a thing for me for a long time, and I don't know, I don't I don't know if this guy is really gonna affect my opinion of Blizzard like him leaving Frank. So I don't know. What do you think? What do you think, Wilcrier? Well, like you, I mean, I'm a big fan of Blizzard, like. I've played from Diablo 2 on, you know, Diablo 2, StarCraft 2, Warcraft 3, World of Warcraft, um, Diablo 3, and even Overwatch to a small extent. I'm horrible at that game. But uh, I've just always enjoyed Blizzard games, mainly because they take their time usually and create something that they want to play that they want to create. Now, was Diablo 3 perfect? No, not even close. But it was still one of the best action role-playing games. And 
I may play, you know, Path of Exile for this league, or I may play and check out Wilson and Last Epoch, but I always find my way back to Diablo 3 um, at the start of every season. And it's not just to run my charity thing. It's not just because um, friends and stuff like that. It's because I love the game. I wouldn't have... 3,500 hours of playtime in Diablo 3 if I if I thought it was a horrible game. <laughs> yeah, for sure, right? Um, even Overwatch, I played for a long time here and there, but I'd say the only game that I might have played more than Diablo 3 is World of Warcraft. Um, but that was... I started... Part of me wants to get vanilla just because I never played that. I started right one week before Burning Crusade. And I played all the way up to Lich King. And then I then I ended up, you know, going on to something else. Took some time off from MMOs because my first son was being born, that sort of thing. And figured it was time to you know, lay back a little, not Funny, I got a raid tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. So uh, I had to take some take some time off. I still still play video games probably too much, but uh, but an MMO for me, I don't think it's in the cards per se, time wise. But I enjoyed my time playing World of Warcraft like immensely. Um, that's probably the only game that I've liked better than. E3. Have I played since Lich King? No, not really. I think I played for about two weeks. Maybe about a year ago. But, uh... Couldn't get back into it. Just because of the time that it takes to really truly immerse yourself into that that world. But I think it, that Blizzard overall has always been one of those companies that just creates these great experiences. It's not just a game, it's an experience overall. Diablo 3 had its faults, but overall it's been a great game. Is it going to be eternally a great game? No. People are going to move on. People like us are going to, you know, okay, have a fill. You know, I'll come back, start of the seasons, we'll play for a few weeks and we'll move on. To something else that you know takes up our time but i think overall like i wouldn't change diablo 3 from what it is right now i think that blizzard made the game there there definitely stuff wrong with diablo 3 don't get me wrong i mean if you can't expand stash tabs because of coding something wrong if i have 42 stash tabs in path of exile and I can load it up just fine without crashing the server <laughs> and you can't add a 13th <laughs> well I, I th personally I think that is a, a game engine issue exactly exactly I mean you gotta think about when when this game engine was designed versus when path of exile game engine was designed you're uh, talking really close to the same time Really? Wow. Yeah, okay, well, about that old. Um, but I, I think that was just just a programming thing, and I don't think they were expecting it to 
to go into that where people wanted that much more of stash tabs. I don't think that the game was designed to be as prolonged as it is. You know what I mean? People expect another expansion, that sort of thing, but I don't think it was actually designed to. Well, I think some of the attitude was different because, like, Yang was like. I mean, when people. When the community got up about the stash, he basically was. And I don't remember if it was at BlizzCon or, like, one of the interviews or something, but he was like, if we give you more space stash tabs you'll want more stash tabs it'll be a never-ending cycle of you wanting more stash tabs and, and like i think it was an attitude like i you know i think that they just kind of was like it's not something we need to put in the game because if we give them 10 more stash tabs they'll want 10 more stash tabs it's just i think they kind of seen it as um you know you just need to manage your inventory better type i, I think they really seen it that way you know yeah, I mean, if you look at, I mean, Diablo 3's definitely got more staff space than Diablo 2, and Diablo 2 still has a big fan base, so um, I don't think, I'd like more, but I also don't find it necessary. I'm not one of those people that are going ham with six characters, and at that, in that case, I mean, I mean that's just a, a lot of playtime that I currently don't have. Some people some people the stash space makes more sense on, but not really for me. It didn't really affect me either way. Because I usually focus on one or two classes. Mm, yeah. Well, the one thing I was gonna say is um you know these three guys they got together, they made a company and I think the reason why well, several reasons why they stand out amongst all companies. You know, it, it, everybody knows how good Blizzard products are. But I think the thing that they really focused on was like a community-based experience. And before Blizzard games, that wasn't a thing. Now, maybe it's a, it's a time. It's like a like they were here at the right time. You know, like right when social media, right when we're getting smartphones, when we're internet's really picking up you know they're everybody's getting connected with you know like facebook and you know and 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 twitter and all kinds of things where people are more coming together maybe they're just at the right time but the thing that they really focus on a lot is community and that's why they have blizzcon that's why they have you know all the guilds the clans out in my opinion i think d3 really could use a rework on clan system but and maybe d4 right I'm hoping it's way better. Um, you know, that's why we have Discord. That's why we have podcasts. That's why we have, you know, it's, it's just it's this mesh of community. And and that's why, you know, that's the big reason why you come back a lot. Yeah. And, and I, I, I guarantee you, if we didn't have our, we got a huge community with the, with the Discord, you know. Of course, you see a lot of the same guys sometimes, you know. Like, you got your your people who are, um, I would call normal actors like you see them all the time you know uh, like for us King Tut a lot Ritzy Rona uh, Shazam me uh, Vesperio Jen it, that's a lot of people that you see a lot you know you see, you see us in game you see us in in the discord you see us you know 
pictures of things going on, like even uh, real world stuff, not even not even game stuff. Sometimes a lot of we have a channel called Primal Rain, and every time we get primals, we put them in there so that other people from the community can see our primals. It's nice. I don't know, it's just a thing. But you know, like these three people, they get together and they made this company, and that they focused on like community. They focused on like you know they're not they they had values like we're not putting a game out unless it's completely ready and they don't care like they don't care how mad the people are it it doesn't matter if we're standing outside the headquarters of pitforks if it ain't ready it ain't going which is i mean i can understand sometimes it's like you want the thing to come out but you also want it polished and you know, they've set a lot of industry standards. You know, the MMO market, the, the ARPG market, the shooter market, you know, the, the Hearthstone, right? Like the cards. Um, of course, I guess they don't have it with the, all the Heroes game, right? <laughs> I guess they they couldn't do they were, that. But they were a little late. They they, yeah, they were. Late. I think if they would have done that early, I think it would have been massive, but. Anyway, I just it's it's just one of those things that's like, you know, he's leaving now, and you know he's a big piece of this. He's a big piece of the puzzle, and uh, you know, I'll give him the internet high five because, man, he made a company that I I like a lot. I would just need David Brevik to come back. <laughs> ah, well, I, I don't know. It's a dream for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> well, um, you know, despite the last two shows being uh, epic email, uh, we got no email. Uh, come on, guys, send us email and money. We like both. Um, you can send us emails at our email address, which Shazam will talk about here in a minute. Um, and, uh, you know, send us money. We got a Patreon. Uh, so you can go to Patreon uh, slash Soulstone. You can. Uh, we're gonna update a lot of that stuff right now. It's under construction, but uh, send us email and money. We like both. My name's Greed. I like money and Shazam. I don't know. He likes reading emails, so uh, you know, send us some of those so we can get it on the show and uh, you know, talk about whatever. Uh, and uh, we we'll read it on here and we'll have a good time with it. Um, I don't have anything else for the show. Do you, Shazam? Um, nope. What about what about Mr. Wolfcryer here? Uh, not that I can think of. All right. Well, this is our little section we like to call Other Media. And I'll let Shazam go. What in the heck has Shazam been doing Other Media-wise? Um, I only watched one movie. <laughs> I know. I For like weeks and weeks, it's been nothing but documentaries and documentaries and documentaries about like the weirdest stuff, but um, I watched one movie this week, and it was it was yesterday on Netflix, and um, didn't realize that they even filmed it in, in in Pittsburgh. But whatever, there's you can see downtown Pittsburgh and everything in PNC Park, and I would assume the old arena. I, I didn't really pay attention when they were playing hockey. When the Penguins and um, the other team, I can't remember what the other team was, but couldn't tell if it was the new arena or not. 
I don't know when this movie came out. Um, that's called She's Out of My League, which has I seen like the the tr- the like the short trailer for it on Netflix. I'm like, boy, this sure looks like a dude I, <laughs> I used to work with, and <laughs> there's like a real hot girl, you know, and um, yeah, they get together and it's basically a romantic comedy and. You know, one breaks up with the other, and the other breaks up with the other, and blah, blah, blah. And at the end of the movie, they're back together, you know. Just like every other romantic comedy, but, um... Oh, shit, I forgot my napkins, bro. Shit, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um... I don't know. Like I said, I didn't even know it was filmed in Pittsburgh, let alone, you know course again don't know when it came out but i think it was all right the like i said the girl in that movie is was really really fucking attractive but sorry for the f word we're allowed yeah. to bro <laughs> but um yeah the other dude's like real skinny like 150 pounds like arms like this big that kind of reminded you of the dude from um oh what the hell movie was that road trip yeah, road trip. I gotta remind you. <laughs> yeah, that was basically all my um, the only thing I've watched this week. Well, everybody knows I like these kidnappings. <laughs> I like good old fashioned American kidnapping. And there's a new there's a new kidnapping thing. Well, this is kind of like a roundabout kidnapping type thing. It's called Secret Obsession. It's on Netflix. So basically, the the premise of the show is like, well, it's a movie. The premise of the movie is like, this dude really likes this chick. And so he hits her with a car and she has brain damage. And then, um, you know, she can't remember nothing. And so he shows up at the hospital and he's telling everybody that he's the husband. And she wakes up. She can't remember nothing. She don't know her name. Nothing, right? Like, uh, and then you know, like he's like living with her. And then, like, she wakes up one night and he's in the garden, like burying something. Her husband, by the way. Spoiler alert. And then she like, because she's in a wheelchair. Then she starts to like figure it out. And whoo, it's good. It's almost a kidnap. Real close to a kidnap. I like kid. Complete. I don't. Man, we need more kidnappings. Like this. Not enough kidnapping. I've watched all the kidnapping stuff. We need more kidnapping. I'm just saying, don't kidnap people, but if you do, make a documentary about it so I can watch, check it out. Like something. Yeah, anyway, it, it's real close. We were, we're, it smells like a kidnapping movie. It was very good. I liked it a lot. Um. Other than that, I, I had it was a it was a long week, bro. It was a hundred five, hundred eight plus, and whoo, it was um. And I could go into a long story about buying a car from a guy. I mean, first of all, if you're a car salesman and you sell cars, don't you think? 
that you would have some kind of knowledge on the cars. Anyway, what I'm talking about is I bought an electric car. I know, guys, I know. I'm trying to save some money. It's a money thing. I don't care about the environment. I was like, anyway, look, I did a lot of damage to the environment. Like, I drilled, I drilled on oil rigs. I was in the military. I shot depleted uranium, like all kinds of, it's, it's, I'm not into, like, I'm not like a, I cut down trees, all kinds of stuff. None of that matters. I'm not, I'm not like trying to save the planet. I'm trying to save my favorite thing, which is money. And this thing is cheap to drive. It was cheap to buy. It's cheap to own, and it's cheap to drive. My favorite stuff. I'm super cheap. If you open my wallet, it will literally squeak. I'm, you're not getting. I don't spend no money for nothing. When, I, when we go to the grocery store, I'm mad at the checkout because I don't want to. Like, I'm like, really, really, you spend 120 bucks? Like, I'd rather not eat. It's kind of a weird. I don't like buying groceries. Uh, anyway, I don't know if I got onto that before, but um, yeah, I want to save money, so I bought an electric car. Well, back to the story. Um, you know, I pull up. I got an appointment. The guy, first of all, he went and got a different car. Didn't even get the car I wanted. We had to go through that thing, and then he finally goes to get the car I want. He brings it up. And he's like, yeah, let's take it for a test drive. And I look down, and it's got like two miles of range on it. Where am I going to test drive this thing? So I literally like drove around the dealership, parked it back in the parking spot. And the guy was like, you don't want to test drive it? I'm like, bro, it's got one mile of range on it. It's like, how am I going to test? Like, I'm like, and he was looking at me, and I was like, we need to plug the car in. And he like was like, yeah, we'll take care of that. And he was trying to give me a $20 gas card. To, like fill the car up so that I could it was so weird he didn't know he did not know that the car was electric despite the fact that I told him many times that this is an electric car I even told him like there's no gas there's no motor there's no there's no oil I was going over the list of things that this car don't have and he was just looking at me like I was speaking Chinese or something I'm real sure the guy spoke English real good. Anyway, he literally opens the hood and he looks down and it's got like a, the electric motors in there, but you can tell it's time. It's like there's wires everywhere and it's, um, you know, there's not an engine in there. And he's got the hood up like this and he turns around and he looks at me right in my face and he goes, maybe it's in the back. No. It's not in the... There's no... Like... And he shuts the hood and he's like... And then there's like that little extra thing that comes up where you plug it in. And I opened that and he was just baffled. I think that was the first time he ever heard. And then I asked him what the battery degradation level of that car was. And he looked at me like I made that word up. He was just like... he He looked at me like... Battery dead what? He literally didn't know what that word meant. So anyway, bought the car. It's a long story. Got home. I got the plug put in. I rearranged my whole garage. It's been a long week. I played three days of Diablo. 
So, you know, really didn't get on the Netflix like I normally do. I will let Wolfcryer do other media if he wants to. If not, we'll move on. See, I've been on vacation this week, so oh, took the kids nice. to go see Toy Story 4, which was uh, pretty good. Kids movie. There's a two. There's a Toy Story 3. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, I knew uh, one and two, bro. My son's 16 now, so I don't know. I don't know three or four. Yeah, we took the kids to Toy Story 4, and then. Uh, me and the wife last night, we went out. Uh, we went to go see Lionel Richie in concert. He's oh, like nice. 70 years old, dude can still sing. So, uh, and we had uh, pretty awesome seats. And uh, it was overall, it was a pretty awesome show. We played around at the casino after. I won like $200. So, called it a night. And it was, uh, it's been a good week so far. I'm on vacation until, uh, go back on Thursday. So, got a few more days left. Hopefully I can knock out some videos, maybe do a stream or two. I haven't been streaming much, but I've still been playing. Um, so, yeah, I've been playing a lot of video games. We've had company over this week as well, so. It's been a, it's been a good, relaxing week for the most part. And, and that's what I like to do. <laughs> Everybody needs that every now and then. Other than that, not much going on. Well, first of all, before I get into the whole closing of the show thing, um, brother, like I said before, I'm a huge fan of yours. I, I, I love your I love your streams. I love your charity. You know, I, I love your videos, all your stuff you do. It's you're 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 a, a legend. I know you say you're not, but whatever. I'll tell you anyway. You're a legend. Um, I really thank you for coming on the show. Uh, I had a lot of fun here. I know Shazam will say the same. Uh, it, oh, it was, thank uh, you. Thank you for having me. It was it was ridiculously fun. It was ridiculously awesome. And. Um, you know, I'll just tell our, I'll just tell our fans. Uh, you know, jump on Discord. You ain't no Discord. I have, I really, I don't know. Like, I don't know what's wrong with you. You ain't on Discord. I, I just don't get it. Cause like, Discord's awesome. Uh, we got pictures of mailmen and and uh, cats. I don't know, and all kinds of good stuff. There's uh, lots of lots of text talking about uh, the game, talking about other things electric cars as it, as it has been and uh you know you can get in the chat you can you can yak at us uh we play even when we're not playing other when we're playing other games we're still in discord so basically just get in discord look send us money we have a patreon get on there hook us up you know throw us some throw us some bucks if not uh the the best thing you can do to support the show is uh you know just listen that's it um you know if you can't Donate if you can. Cool. Send us money in emails, and definitely, guys, get on those emails. We like it when you, you know, we like the community to be involved in the show. So, you know, if you have anything, uh, especially, hopefully, hopefully soon, we'll have PTR news to talk about. So that'll be a thing. And uh, you know, I'll just uh, I'll tell our our fans good good night. I'll let uh, I'll let Wolfcrier say good night. Have a good night, everybody. Then I'll let uh, Shazam do the same and close the show, sir.
You've been listening to episode 220 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. This is an episode. You can find the show's blog and listen to the show archives at www.theshatteredsoulstone.com. With your support, you can help the show grow. Become a Patreon today, patreon.com slash soulstone. You come join us in-game, our in-game community and clan, both named Shattered Soulstone, are open to anyone who would like to join. You can also join us on Discord for the ultimate team and community-based experience. Find our Discord invitation link on the Twitter and Facebook page, as well as the Shattered Soulstone website. The show is powered by you, the listener. Send your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at ShatteredSoulstone.com. We love Twitter. Come join and tweet with us. You can find the show's Twitter at at Shattered Stone, Vesper at Vespertilia1189, Dead Greed at Dead Greed1812, me at Shazam081, and do you want to tell everybody yours, um, Wolfcryer? At WolfcryerYT. And your Twitch? Uh, Twitch.tv slash Wolfcryer. Same for YouTube, YouTube.com slash Wolfcryer. All right, awesome. You can find the show's Facebook page at facebook.com slash Saturn Soulstone and Vespertilio at facebook.com slash Vespertilio1189. We would like to extend a huge thank you to Medros of Dawn Forge Productions for hosting our Loot Deviant show. You can find more shows from the Dawn Forge at www.thedawnforge.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, from all of us here at the Shattered Soulstone. Over 219 episodes for your listening pleasure. Don Forge! This podcast brought to you by Don Forge Productions. Copyright 2019. Get more at thedonforge.com.